Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors here, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee and a sales staff that makes it all work for you. It's all at Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online sunburymotors.com. So last night, Matt sends me this adorable video of little Luke where Matt's trying to chant Joel Embiid, and all the little guy does is, like most of the audience, just giggle, laughed, and walked away. <laughs> he was enjoying the game last night with his daddy. Oh, I'm sure he was. <laughs> At least I think he was. <laughs> I have some inside info saying he's rooting for the Wizards. No. Uh... <laughs> We can tell you officially now that Penn State's game with Wisconsin will kick off at noon. It'll be on Fox. And also Fox's big noon kickoff will be in Madison that day. The home opener with Ball State on September 11th will be a 3.30 kickoff. And that will be on Fox Sports 1. The game with Iowa... On October 9th at Kinnick Stadium, we'll air either on Fox or Fox Sports 1, but the time is to be determined. The homecoming game with Illinois on October 23rd will be a noon kickoff. They still haven't determined the network, but that's going to be a noon kickoff. So that's what we have. Matt, of course feverishly writing this down. Yeah, can't wait. I expect in a short period of time that they'll be announcing what they're doing with crowds. Okay? All right. And then we'll go from there. University, by the way, conducting a full-scale emergency exercise, just so you know. So, and Don't be one of those news people that sits there and goes, something happened. Nah, no. <laughs> All right. Just making sure. Just, just making sure. Nah, I, I would have seen said email that probably said, we're going to practice whatever drill and well, yeah. we've been fine. Yeah. So we're all good. All good. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. All right, so now we're going to delve into an area that's always so much fun. It's a it's an absolute riot. 
it is, of course, the world of politics. Because politics and sports do intersect, especially when there's legislation that is proposed that is directed exactly at sports. Okay. So let's get to it. As I mentioned before, Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut is a huge sports fan. A huge sports fan. And and to the credit of Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, he worked very hard last year to get minor league baseball a better deal with Major League Baseball. And if there had not been a pandemic, I think uh, Senator Sanders would have uh, succeeded. But now you have this legislation where the two of them have combined to do something that I sat back and went, you have to be kidding me. That's your idea? The Senate bill that they are proposing would make student-athletes employees who then would be allowed to collectively bargain for basic labor rights. Murphy and Sanders sponsored the College Athlete Right to Organize Act. The bill defines any college athlete as an employee if they receive direct compensation from their school, which, of course, happens in Obviously, Steve is taken aback by that legislation. <laughs> As I guess he was starting to get into. I guess I really wouldn't be for it either, only because, as I've said before, people forget when we're talking about student-athletes, we're forgetting the word student. That is what they are first. And most student-athletes coaches, what have you, would tell you that, that they are still a student first and an athlete second. I, like Steve, have no problem with name, image, and likeness. Because that's something that's special and that's someone recognizing you for your talent on the field. They want to reward you for that. Or give you some extra publicity for that. That's no problem. There we go. There we, there go. we go. I was just commenting, Steve. Uh, I'm pretty much with you on this. I'm not. A, I would not be a big fan of this legislation. Well, well let's let's take it through here. All right. And then I've got several points I want to make about it. 
the bill presents a direct challenge, as we mentioned. Now, there's also another one, too, in the House. It's Jamal Bowman, a Democrat from New York, Andy Levin, Democrat of Michigan, and Tory Trahan, a Democrat from Massachusetts. Again, there's no bipartisanship on this. And the guy you want to talk to is Anthony Gonzalez, who played wide receiver for Ohio State. Well, seeing his name attached to it would have a little meat and potatoes to it for me. The language of the bill would amend the National Labor Relations Act. The NLRB, by the way, chose not to certify Northwestern as uh, players as employees when they attempted to unionize in 2015. Now, that part is all... But, see, that part's not right. Let's be clear. The Northwestern players... And this is where I, you can't, I can't stand the, um, we're going to let you know. It's like somebody, uh, it's like somebody doing an investigation saying, I'll come to campus and I'll talk to everybody about it. And that never shows. Uh, oh, wait, that's a different story. Um, they were going to tell everybody what the actual vote was. Now, I do roughly know what the vote was at Northwestern. It was, about four to one against. All right, it was about four to one against. My understanding is that uh, fourteen or fifteen players voted for it, and everybody else voted no. That was back in twenty fifteen, and something on this show we talked about not a little, a lot. It's not clear how the bill would impact the implementation of the ongoing name, image, and likeness legislation. See, now this is where Murphy and Sanders, this is to me where we've spent too much time inside the Beltway and we've spent no time outside the Beltway, okay? Big-time college sports hasn't been amateur for a long time, Murphy and Sanders said in the statement. The NCAA has long denied its players economic and bargaining rights while treating them like commodities. It's a civil rights issue and a matter of basic fairness. All right, so let's get to it. Okay. Is the field hockey player treated like a commodity? Is the softball player treated like a commodity? The baseball player? The women's basketball player? The wrestler? Are they treated like commodities? No, this is directed completely at football and men's basketball. Sports that are on TV, sports that earn a lot of money, and so forth. This goes back to what I referred to as the Johnny Manziel effect. And the question was at Texas A&M at the time, what is Johnny Manziel worth to Texas A&M? What is he worth? Look at the jersey sales. What is he worth to Texas A&M? You know something in the last few years with Kellen Mondy quarterback? Texas A&M sold out. So what was Johnny Manziel worth to Texas A&M? The difference between college sports and pro sports is the name on the front of the jersey means so much. It is the brand Penn State, the brand Ohio State. When Mike Reed went to the Bengals, 
Jack Ham to the Steelers. Franco Harris to the Steelers. Did Penn State football collapse? When John Capaletti went to the Rams, Penn State football collapse? Matt Millen? Bruce Clark? Kurt Warner went to the Seahawks. Todd Todd went to the Chiefs. Penn State football collapse. Shane Conlon went to the Bills. Did Penn State football collapse? Blair Thomas went to the Jets. Kachana went to Cincinnati. Left early, went to Cincinnati. Kerry went to Carolina. Kyle Kyle Brady went to the Jets. Penn State football collapse. LeVar went to Washington. Courtney Brown went to uh, Cleveland. Penn State football collapse. Larry Johnson went to Kansas City. Michael Robinson went to San Francisco. You know, Daryl Clark left. Jordan Norwood. Derek Williams. Deion Butler. Mike Maudie. Matt McGloin. Saquon Barkley. Miles Sanders. Grant Haley. Marcus Allen. Jason Oway. Michael Parker. Does Penn State football collapse with the loss of these great players? And they were all great players. And I've left, obviously, names out. No. Because in college, the front of the jersey, the look, the back of the jersey means everything to the coach. Man, we got Barkley. Man, we got Sanders. Man, we got Micah Parsons. Man, we got, you know. You know we got Jason Owe. We got Trace McSorley. So the coaching staff, the name in the back is gigantic. But in terms of, of keeping the fan base interested, they make the games so much more exciting. Make a Saturday so much more entertaining. Makes everything more energetic. That's what they do. But when they leave, the fan still comes back. Because in college, it's different. And what a football and men's basketball, what the programs do is that they bring in enough cash flow to make sure you have a softball program, a wrestling program, a volleyball program, a field hockey program, a gymnastics program. This bill is focused on 98 student-athletes. 85 football, 13 men's basketball. Here at Penn State, there are 800 student-athletes on a scholarship. In one form or another, maybe a quarter, maybe a half, maybe whatever the percentage is, but there's 800. What about the other 702? This bill doesn't say anything about the other 702, because guess what? You do this bill, you're not going to have 702 extra scholarships. You're going to now pour everything you got into the into the 98. This is where you've got to get outside of your bubble. You've got to get your hands dirty when you have legislation and not just call hearings and things like that. Go out, visit some college campuses, talk to some coaches, talk to some student-athletes. Find out before you put something like this together. Find out what a student-athlete gets in their scholarship. 
Find out. These people don't find that stuff out. Callie, they barely try. They barely try. If you do something, anything, and you want to do it well, you gotta be you gotta get your hands dirty. You got to. And these guys don't get their hands dirty. They sit there and go, hey, let's have a committee meeting. Hey, yeah, great. The narrative says we're gonna, we're gonna follow the narrative. Don't follow narratives. Get your hands dirty and find out what the value of the scholarship is. Find out if the field hockey player is happy with what they have. Find out if the softball player is happy with what they have. Find out if the wrestler is happy with what they have. Because they're all beneficiaries of the football and basketball guys. This bill is directed at the football and basketball guys. This bill is actually directed at the Johnny Manziels and the Tim Tebow's of the world. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. Name, image, and likeness, that's where you should be concentrating on what's going on. So the athlete has a right to make money wherever they can uh, you know, on their own. That's great. Let them. Let them take advantage of whatever current stardom they have. But this? This? You read this, I feel like I'm driving by a landfill. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors here, it's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Great sales staff, service department, they have it all. It's Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ray Dittinger, the Hall of Famer. Well, I don't I don't know if he knows he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but he is. Doesn't act like one. You'll be joining us at four oh six. His new book. It's pretty good too. I'll still never forget how emotional he got hugging his son during post game live from the Super Bowl on NBC Sports Philly. That was truly a special moment. I mean, you well, talk about a guy that really has been through it all with the Eagles in their history for 60-plus years and what that meant to him. That, that was that was really cool. They won in 1960. I don't understand what the big deal is. <laughs> and he was there some, for that. Some franchises do it more often than that, but that's okay. <laughs> You know, Tampa Bay has more Super Bowls than the Eagles, and they've only been in existence since '76. All right, so um, was that a bad comparison? Hurts. 
Would it make you feel better if I told you it was meant to? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> All right. But you see what I'm saying about the, their bill? Their bill... Yeah, it's stupid. It, it, it's a bill that... Work on the name, image, and likeness bill. Don't work on the unionizing college student bill. You don't need to be working on the unionizing college athlete bill. All right? You need to be working on the name, image, and likeness bill. That's what you should be working on. And as I said earlier, Steve, we're forgetting this is student athletes. We're forgetting the word student. It is inappropriate for students to be employees of the university which they're attending. Inappropriate. Yeah. Name, image, and likeness, fine, because that's a separate thing. That's a that's another a separate company trying to recognize the athlete in the brand of, a, of said university of what that person has accomplished on the field. Fine, or on the court, fine. But they are not employees. They are students. Whether they're there to be a student or not is a different story. But regardless, they are students. Well... Let's start with the student-athlete part. The student-athlete expression was the NCAA's way of playing legal games. Just so you know. And it's interesting because Dick and I, Jack and I, we have no problem referring to them as players because when they're out there playing the game, that's what they are. They're players. The student-athlete part was created by the NCAA so they could legally make an end run. All right, I got that. But it gets ridiculous when they walk into a press room at the NCAA basketball tournament and do we have any questions? Instead of any questions for the players, do we have any questions for the student athletes? I'm like, you sit there and go, what the heck? Hey, today they're players, okay? All right, we're nowhere near campus right now. Yeah, I get that. You know, it's like little things like that that I just sit back sometimes and say, guys, you're pushing it too far to make a point. Um, but that is. But that's where we are. We you know, we play a lot of word games today. Lots and lots of word games. Yeah. Commanding the language has become an important part of forming narratives. Well, the narrative against the NCAA, the narrative that the student-athlete is just being exploited left and right and getting ripped off, has entrenched itself. But we'll go through it again for everybody. So there are 800 student-athletes. But in football and men's basketball, they're all full scholarship student-athletes. No partials. 
So let's talk about the world of the 98 student-athletes that, for the most part, this bill targets, um, in part because a couple guys refuse to leave the office and actually go out and see the real world. You don't like me saying it? Tough. I don't care. <laughs> you speak the truth. Well, I haven't seen Senators Murphy or Sanders came here and made a speech and then left. But find out how it really works. They don't know how it really works. They have no clue. But they put a bill together. Okay. So let's see what you get for your scholarship. All right. Number one, the student-athlete, the value of the scholarship financially is not real to them in some ways. And here's the reason why. It's done by an electronic transfer, so they never see the money. It's not like they get the money. Let's just pick round numbers. Hey, tuition this semester is $10,000. Here's $10,000. Boom, now you got to take the $10,000. you got to go to the bursary. you got to give them $10,000. Yeah, that's sloppy. So it's done with an electronic transfer. Boom. Oh, by the way, uh, your room. All right, same story. We don't give you the money for that by electronic transfer. Boom. Your books. Electronic transfer. Boom. Okay. So now what do you get for that scholarship? What do you get for it? Well... Let's do everything in monetary terms here. The scholarship is worth X amount of money. The books are worth Y. The room is worth Z. But then, you know, uh, football, men's basketball. Now, every, not every sport has training table, by the way. Football, men's basketball, they obviously have training table. So you've got tuition, room board, and books. Now you have training table, food. And then you have access to a trainer anytime you need her or him. And you have access, so you know, you know I mean, how much would it cost to like, go to Andy Muttenham? How much would it cost to go to Jonathan Salazar? How much would it cost to go to Wayne Sebastianelli? Let's just lay this out in the real world here. Let's lay it out in real-world terms. How much would it cost? How much would it cost to have a nutritionist? How much to have a nutritionist that you can go to any time and say, okay, can you lay out what I should be eating and when? That way I'm at peak performance. How much does that person cost? How much does it cost to have a guy like Josh Nelson in sports performance? Putting monitors into jerseys, checking, you know, what's your heart rate? What can we do to make sure we're getting maximum performance, that we're not over-practicing you, that we're not driving your performance into the, into the ground in practice so you're fresh to play the game? How much does that cost? How much does Dwight Galt cost to rent? Well, you got your own personal gym and your own personal trainer. 
24-7-365. How much does that cost? Yeah, along with Alvin and Chuck and Barry, James, Greg Miskinis, basketball, men's and women. How much does that cost? You also get what's called cost of attendance. A little extra spending money on the side for you. Some call it a stipend, but cost of attendance. You also get that. Okay. How much would it cost if you're a running back to rent the skill and the breakdown ability of J1 Cider? How much would that cost you? How much would it cost to rent James Franklin? Not for just a year, but for two years, three years, maybe four. How much would that cost? How much would it cost to, Brent, to rent Brent Pry or Mike Yursich to be your coordinator? Hmm. I mean, you start adding up everything they get. Okay, now let's get to what's the value of the gear they give you? All that stuff they wear, T-shirts, sweats, hats, winter gear, winter coats. How much does that cost? Every year, every semester. Now, are thousands of people coming out to see you? Yes. No getting around it. They are. But who are they coming out to see? Obviously, the work of an outstanding left tackle protecting a quarterback is invaluable. But people aren't coming out to see the left tackle play. Even though they, everyone knows the value of the left tackle. They all know the value. But, you know, it's play is working in part because the left tackle's really darn good, and the play is working because the quarterback's good enough to throw it there. Oh, and the wide receiver's good enough to make the catch. But then there are players, student-athletes, that play lesser roles. They play lesser roles. There's just so many layers to this. Why name, image, and likeness makes so much sense to me. If you take advantage of your name, make some coin off of it, and then go from there. But this part about putting together a bill to unionize, egad. Again, Northwestern could do it because Northwestern's a private school. But then when they voted, the vote was about three and a half to four to one against. Now, the National Labor Relations Board, in a massive fraud moment, group of frauds, oh, we'll be releasing the results of the vote. Did they ever release the results of the vote? No, of course not. That's what frauds do. They tell you one thing, and then they, you know, do something else. Like saying, I'll come to I'll come to your campus. I'll have a press conference. I'll talk to the students after releasing a report, and then never show up. Hmm. Yeah. Reeks of character, doesn't it? All right. 
It's amazing all the things that certain people remember over time. And it's our job here to keep remembering things over time. NLRB will give you the results. Ever give the results? No. Never did. No. I travel enough and I'm around there enough where I, I pretty much know what the vote was at Northwestern in 2015. National Labor Relations Board was supposed to release it. Never did. Yeah, you're on a need-to-know basis. You don't need to know. Really? No kidding. Wow. You get tax money, right? Okay, just just checking. You need to know more than you think. All right. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years cheer come out and boo yell all you want we encourage that this is just plain stupidity somebody pouring some popcorn let me honest man it is getting out of hand uh, especially for me um just the amount of disrespect the amount of just fans is doing whatever they want to do it's just it's out of pocket man it's out of pocket seriously like in the other setting, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for the fans enjoying the game and having fun. And, you know, it's part of sports. I get it. Uh, but there's certain things that cross the line. Uh, and any other setting, I know for a fact that fans, and uh, they wouldn't come up. And a guy wouldn't come on the street and pour popcorn on my head because he know what happened. Well, bottom line is, these are your people, man. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, they had the Nick fans, one of the Nick fans, spinning at Trey Young. So it wasn't just Philly fans. But even so, I'm glad the Sixers and Wells Fargo Center responded the way they did. Because it's idiots like these that keep this lazy narrative of Philly fans alive. These are your people, Matt. So, I, I, I can't defend that particular act today, other than, yeah, somebody at the Knicks game spit on Trey Young. So, it wasn't oh, just so, Philly uh, fans, oh, but... Oh, so that, that made it feel better because somebody else did something worse. No, but I'm just saying it's not it's not just Philly fans. This stuff doesn't happen just Philly fans. But when incidents like this come up, you can't help but shake your head because it doesn't, hurt, it doesn't help the situation with Philly fans and the overall persona that's been there for years and years and years. These are your people. <laughs> Other than that, good night for the Sixers. No, they played terrific last night. Westbrook got hurt, too. 
which then leads to it as well. I mean, it's, it's, it is the equivalent, because uh, Westbrook was leaving because he was hurt, and I think it was the equivalent of when Michael Irvin got hurt and the Eagles fans all cheered. These are your people, man. I don't think that was as bad as that particular incident with Irvin, but it was unwarranted and unnecessary, and I'm glad the proper steps were taken care of to make sure that fan doesn't step foot inside Wells Fargo Center again. List of sins. <sighs> you can see now they're hauling little Lou Catrillo out of, you know, Citizens Bank Park. <laughs> no, that'll never happen. Such a good kid. Until it came to sports. <laughs> I hate Tim Tebow. Okay, great. <laughs> Because when Luke Luke is 18 and they're hauling him out, Tebow will still be playing, which will really irritate you because at that point Tebow will be uh, 41. Yeah, that's true. Or no, he'll be 51. He'll be 51 years old. 51 years old. He'll still be out there. He'll still be out there. The two of you will be upset. (laughs) I mean, the vet had a courtroom in it. Yes, that is right, underneath. Yeah. yeah nobody else has that. <laughs> Look, I, I don't understand. You buy a ticket. Just go in and have a good time and cheer for your team. I mean, it's, 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 the negativity and the hatred toward it's just, I sit back and say, what the heck? Now, I don't know. Maybe Westbrook didn't miss the fans because now they're back and he's mad at him again. So I don't know. But it's, I think it's been great having fans back. But like anything, you're going to have somebody that just wrecks it for everybody, or somebody that enhances your bad legacy. These are your people, Matt. It has been actually. You've seen a lot of incidents ever since fans have come back. I mean, did you see that what happened at the White Sox Cardinals game? The cat fight in the bleachers? Oh yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard about it. Didn't see it. I mean, come on. See, if you want to reduce those incidents, just play like the Pirates do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll reduce incidents right away. Ah, uh, they lose. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I don't care. <laughs> you lose the will to fight. Oh, look, we scored. Great. Uh, Let's go up to the Permani stand. (laughs) 